Hello, my friends. It's Misty Phillip here. Welcome to another episode of the By His Grace podcast. I am just going to post a disclaimer here that this episode might be offensive. And it is not my intent to offend anyone because I earnestly bring you this episode in love. This country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles that make freedom possible. The founding fathers knew that our rights were not given to us by government, but that they were endowed by our creator, God. Those rights include life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. More and more each day, we see the effects of the insidious attack to divide our country and disrupt our way of life. The socialist agenda has infiltrated our schools, our media, entertainment, and our higher learning institutions. Socialism has never worked at any point in history. So why are we allowing it to spread across our country like a cancer? My guest today, Cheryl Chumley, has sounded the alarm. In her book, Socialists Don't Sleep, Christians Must Rise or America Will Fall. In this blunt assessment of the deep danger America is facing from the left, award-winning journalist and Washington Times columnist and best-selling author Cheryl K. Chumley exposes all of the sneaky ways the secular left has pressed socialism into American politics and life and why Christians are the only ones who can stop it. At stake are the freedoms Americans cherish, and unless we act now, the great hope for this nation lies in going back to the founding principles of America. Those are Christian principles, my friend. Please welcome my friend and host of the Bold and Blunt podcast, Cheryl Chumley, to By His Grace for an important conversation on socialism. Cheryl Chumley, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. It's so great to see you again. It's great to be on your podcast, Missy. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm excited to have you on to talk about your most recent book, Socialists Don't Sleep, Christians Must Rise or America Will Fall. And this is such an important topic for us to discuss today. One of the quotes that you have in there is, if America is to be free, America needs Christians to get louder. I'm wondering, why do you think it is that Christians have not been loud with their voice um, talking about their Christian values? 
I think that there are a lot of reasons to that, but one of the biggest is perhaps that Christians have been swept up in the whole secular idea of pursuing the American dream, which puts materialism and the gathering of material items above the spiritual blessings. So I, I think Christians in this nation have become a little bit more secular in their desires, and they've forgotten that their number one reason here on earth is to glorify God. And the problem with that in America is when Christians go silent, we stray from our founding, which was based in in rights coming from God, not government. It was based in Judeo-Christian principles. That's absolutely right. And we have gone very far from that. I even remember when I was growing up, you know, there was communism and the Red Scare. And that was, there was such a divide between, you know, communism and socialism, that's evil. Yet today, we're seeing these teachings and ideologies infiltrating in our school systems, in both the public school system and even in the higher learning institutions. So I know you touch on this in your book, and I would like to ask you, like, how did we let this slip in? Well, I think communists, basically, they don't quit, right? Socialists don't sleep. That's that's kind of what my title represents. They, they don't give up. It's not as if evil goes away when it, when it loses a battle. It just gears up for the next battle. And so what's happened in America, if you look at the Democrat Party, and you look at the platforms that the Democrat Party represents, they are so closely aligned to what exactly the Communist Party and the Socialist Parties also represent and and seek. And just a few short years ago, look at even under Bill Clinton, but definitely definitely look at the Democrat Party under JFK. That wasn't that wasn't the case. There were decided differences and separations between Democrats and Socialists and Communists, and now those lines have learned. And what's happened is in our public school systems, as you have the unions gaining more and more power over Democrat politicians and over the school systems, this naturally becomes, instead of pro-America teachings, it becomes anti-America agendas being pushed in the public school systems. And that does include the places of higher learning in America. Yeah. So America used to be perceived as an exceptional place, and that's no longer being taught in our school systems. What do you think about that? The critical race theory that's, you know, in the news now, it's a very real thing. And even school systems that push back on that and deny teaching critical race theory, they will point to their to their agendas and the curriculum, and, and they'll dare you to, sh- to say, show me the critical race theory in here. But you have to be careful. It's not just the phrase critical race theory that you have to look for. It's, it's the agenda. And critical race theory is all about teaching history through the prism of racism. So it looks at America's founding as if because founding fathers, some of them owned slaves, and because some founding fathers were racist, then that means the governing documents that these founding fathers produced are inherently racist. And that means since we go by the Constitution and these other governing documents today, that this country is inherently racist. And if you teach that, and you bring it out to its natural conclusion, what happens is you have to do away with the Constitution. You have to do away with the foundations 
Asians in American society. So when you're talking about critical race theory, you're talking about destroying America and all that America stands for from within. Yeah. And I have seen that in my friends who never thought about homeschooling have are pulling their kids out because they are standing against critical race theory. But I also see in higher education where socialism is almost like it's, it's Christian to be social. And so what would you say to that is socialism? Is that a biblical idea? Definitely not. And, you know, I've done a lot of searching and research into this and and just internal reflection, because there are some Christians who truly believe that, you know, if Jesus were here now in America, he would vote socialist, to put it bluntly. And I think that's an absolute skewing of biblical truths. Socialism calls for the government to take from Peter to give Paul to to bring about this so-called perceived fairer playing ground for all. But Jesus calls for you as the individual to take from yourself and give to those who have less. And that's the big difference. Socialism puts the burden on the back of government to pick and choose the winners and losers to give resources to those who have less. Jesus, biblical teachings, biblical truth puts the burden on the individual. So right off, that is a conflict with socialism being uh, biblical teaching. Yeah. I mean, the Bible says, if you don't work, you won't eat. So I think that's a pretty clear principle as well, that we should be, you know, hard workers providing for ourselves and for our families, and then out of the overflow to giving to others and even sacrificially giving, you know, for the benefit of others. And and that function should be coming from the church and not the state. I just wanted to expand a little bit, a um, little bit more on that point. It, you know, Christians believe too that when you're born, you're you're born with a, a mission in life, right? That that God gives you certain talents and and seeds of greatness, and He wants you to use them. You know, the spiritual gifts and so forth. Socialism strips that. Socialism is a soul sucking killer because what socialism demands is that everything you do in life is done for the the collective done for the state. And if you look at what the Bible teaches, you're supposed to use your talents for God's glory. And that's all about individual effort. That's all about you as an individual working in unison with Christ to do your mission on earth. Absolutely. And you have actually, you know, taken this a step further. I want to touch on that real quick in the eight o'clock hour. So tell the listeners about what you do daily at eight o'clock and what you are encouraging others to do. Thank you. Uh, yes, I, I would definitely encourage others to jump aboard this. As part of my solutions in uh, Socialists Don't Sleep, I, I made this Facebook page called Eight O'Clock Club. And what it is, is basically a prayer call specifically for God to intervene in our nation and help save our nation from socialism. So what it is eight o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock at night, wherever you are, whatever time zone your eight o'clock happens to fall in, I just ask that people gather in prayer. You go in your room by yourself or with your family and others and just say a 
put prayer specific to save America from socialism. And it's based on the principle, right, where uh, two or more gather in God's name, there he will be. And it's social media, maybe booting Christians and conservatives off the platforms daily. But this is something that cannot be booted from social media. So a few seconds, a few seconds prayer each day is all I ask. And I, I would love to know that you're out there. So go to Facebook and give a like to the page and, you know, let other people know that you're joining in this eight o'clock club. I love that. I love that. So I'm a huge prayer fan, and I think that we definitely need to be praying for our nation. But in addition to that, what are some things that Christians can do to rise up against the socialism and the liberal agenda that is overtaking tech? You know, you mentioned censorship. Um, sometimes we feel like, you know, if I say something, then then I'm going to get canceled. So what are some things that we can practically do to make it stand? The number one thing we should do right now is run for local offices, run for your local seats and your local government specifically, and and most importantly, your school boards. Because look, what's happening in the school system right now is not by accident. It's not a few bad actors just trying to bring some far leftist vision to your children and and so do influence the, the next generation of leaders. The Democrat Socialists of America, actually, and I, I, I chronicle this in my book, if you go to their website, they have been actively recruiting people to go into the school systems and become teachers and administrators so they can instill this socialist rot into the minds of our youth, which, of course, are, are emerging leaders in America. So if you want to counteract that, if you want to fight the LGBTQ agenda, the face mask mandates, the vaccine mandates that are coming fast and furious and right on their heels, the uh, the contact tracing done by, by technology, the vaccine passports, you need to get involved in the political system. And the best way to fight it is at the local level, specifically at the school board level. Yes, I agree with that completely because that's one of the things that I believe that we have not been really good at as Christians in in taking our place in the local government. And, you know, we will support candidates and we'll rally around them. But I, I, I believe like you do, we need on the city councils you know, for example, I'm in Texas and Texas as a whole is a more conservative state. But if you go into Houston, it is a very liberal place. And if you look at our city council, it is filled, you know, like all of our judges just turn to be liberal. And and those ideologies affect what's happening in the city and it, and it affects not only us, but it also affects our children. Like you said, in the schools, that's such an important position. So if there are parents who are, you know, not sure about, you know, homeschooling and, you know, they don't like these ideas of, of their, uh, children being taught by socialists and and they're not in a position to be on the board, what can they do? How can they fight back? 
go to the school board meetings, go to your local government meetings and and make a stand to your elected officials that way. Look, we see on the national media now just little local, you know, school meetings going forth with parents standing up and protesting and and voicing the opposition to these far leftist policies at a certain time, at a certain point in time, these politicians are going to have to listen or they're going to be voted out of office. So if you can't pull your kids from school and homeschool and you can't actually run for office, the very least you could do is go to these local meetings because they're having a powerful effect. And what they do when one person speaks, there's 10 people in the audience who are sitting there agreeing. And then pretty soon there's a hundred people who gather together and, and write a petition to bring about a change. And then after that, there there are the videos that make the national media airwaves that draw even more people to the to the cause of fighting for biblical principles in America. So you, you really can't predict where your one voice will go. It's having an impact. And I just implore people to start paying attention in their local communities to local governments and go to a meeting or two. That's excellent. Cheryl, thank you so much for the work that you are doing to wake America up to the insidious seeds of socialism that are being planted all across America. And I just want to thank you for your book and thank you for being here with us today. We will put a link to contact you in the show notes along with the information for your Facebook group and and this book because I think that everyone needs to read this book and we all need to make a stand today for our Christian values before it's too late. Thank you so much, Misty. It's such a blessing to be with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Phillip, and I would love to connect with you there.